1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
2: It's your turn to cause trouble. Call The Fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit superbook.com. Thanks, dude. All right, so Zoo knows the rules. He doesn't want to contribute to the kangaroo court. at a boy, Zoo. Crank this one up, Zoo. Let's go. Make it loud. little crew on a Friday. All 11-0-2 right, back on the fan. It's Tiki and Tierney. Hoff and Zoo in the house. Real quick, Hoff, you nailed another one last
3: night, buddy. Good job. You're welcome. Good job hope taking this math. Hope you listen to Hoff and not BT. What? They underwin. Hey. It not go over. Silence.
2: Silence. Silence.
3: Shush Silence. it, barber.
2: Hey, did you see that new uh that new movie that's coming out Cocaine
3: Bear? Oh, dude. Do show me the 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 trailer for it. I can't wait to see it. I I wonder if it's going to be violent or just like funny violence. It's got to be, like, a little bit – I mean, that thing is interesting.
2: I want to see it. Yeah, I want to see it. I'm going to see it. The uh, the image looks crazy. Uh, see his, the bear's eyes? Oh, my God almighty. It's crazy. 877-337-6666 is our number. Uh, let's get Jeff in East Brunswick. He apparently likes pain. What's up, Jeff? What's up, Jeff? Hello. Jeff, What's up, Jeff? what up,
4: dude? All right, so here's my issue. After all these years of suffering as a Jets fan, living in the shadows of the Giants fan, all these years, now all of a sudden we're going to bring in a future Hall of Famer. This stud's going to come in. He was never really going to be a Jet. He'll never go down the history as a Jet. He'll always be a Packer. But yet we're supposed to reverse all this pain by allowing Aaron Rodgers to come in here and lead us to the glory land for no reason at all. Well, what's your solution, Jeff? Grant, Jeff,
2: what's your solution?
4: The solution is that it's got to start with management, it's got to come all the way down to coaching, and it's got to do it the way blah, everybody else does it. For all these... Pro- you're going to sit around and cry and say, I beg, I need to have a championship. You need it that bad to bring in a Hall of Famer that's never going to be a real Jet. It's always going to be a Packer. It's blah, never going to be. But hold,
3: on, but hold on, Jeff. Do you, do you think that the Buccaneers care about that? Come on. Seriously. I mean, I'm asking you, Jeff. The Buccaneers had the same situation. It's different. It, the drought wasn't as long, but, I mean, it was pretty long. It was back in 2002. It had been 20 years or 19 years since they... You really even sniffed the playoffs? Yeah, I mean, well, why? And Jeff? Tom Brady goes down there. It felt amazing. Yep. And who cares First if he's not going to remember it as a as a Tampa Bay Buccaneer? He got you a championship. Isn't that what it's all about?
4: It's not. No, it's not. It's about walking around with your head high as a Jet fan, knowing that you did it the right way and that the Jet fan the right earned life. it. Because what? yeah, because we've earned we've earned uh, all Jeff. the disrespect. We've earned all the respect. It's always been earned by a Jet fan, bad or good. Bringing in Aaron Rodgers is not earned. All of a sudden, you're going to bring in some guy for a last-minute cash grab, and he'll never be
2: a Jet. Brett Favre is not a Jet. None of these guys are okay, a Okay, now jet. let me ask you a question. How about all the guys that we have drafted? Who are Jets? Who's a Jet hey, at you- the end of the day? Joe Namath. I'm tired of Joe Namath. I love Joe, but I'm tired of hearing about Joe Namath. Joe Namath. Joe Namath. Joe Namath. Joe Namath, Joe Namath. How about we have one of our own? Oh, you know what? We can't draft. So, I'm going for plan B. I'm going to take somebody else's.
3: Man, he's got you. I what thought, in I thought, the world is wrong with people? I thought this, Jeff, I thought this was a non screaming BT day. You Who know what, you Jeff? Made? Jeff, that is far, that is
2: far too noble of an approach. <laughs> we wouldn't dare take somebody else's property. He's not a jet. What is, what is it? Let me ask you a question, man. When you ask somebody, what is a New York jet? And I know that this is going to sound incredibly offensive to, to good Jets. But in my mind, in my lifetime, you know what a Jet is? A Jet is a loser. That's what a New York Jet is. A Jet is a loser. Because the record says that most of the Jets are losers. Mm. Now, guys like Rebet, guys like Klecko, I could cherry pick a million. And there's a lot of guys I love. But in totality, losers. If you're a Jets fan and you don't want Aaron Rodgers. To me, you are irreparably twisted, (laughs) you are irreparably jaded, and you are irreparably self-loathing. What is wrong with you?
3: Now, we're talking mostly about the quarterback here, but I'm just looking at, like, the last Uh. Super Bowl champions, and it's a mixed bag of homegrown and not doing it, according to Jeff, the right way. The Los Angeles Rams, they didn't do it the right way. It was all uh, veterans from other teams that came in, including the quarterback, Matt Stafford, right? Tampa Bay Buccaneers, we just talked about. Somebody else's guy. The Chiefs, their own guy. New England, their own guy, Tom Brady. Eagles, really, it's kind of somebody else's guy. Because even though he originally started with the Eagles, he was gone and he came back. New England, obviously, Tom Brady. Denver Broncos, that's Peyton Manning. That's right. That's somebody else's dude. Patriots again. God, yeah, Patriots are in this a lot. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Just, Seattle, hey, that was homegrown. Mm-hmm. Ravens, that was homegrown. Giants was homegrown. Packers, it was homegrown. It used to be that way. Right? You go back to the early parts of the 2000s. Montana, homegrown. Uh, yeah, we uh, yeah, know. The, the Drew, Brees, Drew Brees know. was mostly homegrown, even though he really wasn't. Well, he wasn't. He was a Dolphin. <laughs> so, you know, not homegrown. So, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, homegrown. Yep. Giants, homegrown. Colts, homegrown. Steelers homegrown, Patriots homegrown. Like I, for most of the 2000s, it's all homegrown. Like there was this, I get it. So if you're stuck in the turn of the century football NFL, it's like, all right, you got to draft a quarterback. You got to go. This is where the whole franchise, you got to get your franchise. Quarter, this is where this came from. You get a franchise quarterback, you develop him over three or four years, eventually becomes a man. He figures it out. And you know what? You're going to compete and potentially win a Super Bowl. So the it, people became obsessed. Teams became obsessed with finding their quarterback. And as Jeff mentioned, right, doing it the right way, that's how it was in the 2000s. It's increasingly starting to become, let me borrow someone else's star. And if I can borrow someone else's star to get my team a championship, it lifts the entire organization. So I get it. I know where Jeff is stuck at. He's stuck in the early 2000s because that's what you used to do. I remember this is where this conversation comes from, the franchise quarterback. Think about that. The franchise quarterback. It used to not be about franchise quarterbacks. She's about build a good team. Let's mm-hmm. play great defense. You remember the old let's other, run the ball. The other cliche used to be defense wins championships. No, it's quarterbacks win championships. Every team that 77 or 78% of teams that win championships have a quarterback that is going to be or is in the Hall of Fame. That is fact. That is that is empirical. You go look all the way back to Super Bowl one. All of the teams, 76% of the teams that have a Super Bowl championship have a quarterback that is a Hall of Famer or going to be a Hall of Famer. That is factual. So it's become about quarterbacks because that's really what matters the most. I'll give Jeff this much,
2: all right? This is not the most desirable situation, I admit. You think I want to be faced with this this offseason? No, you want Zach Wilson to be elite. Just like I wanted San Darnold. Just like I wanted Geno. Just like I wanted Sanchez in descending order. Of course, Jeff. Of course I would love to hear. And with the so-and-so pick, the New York Jets elect. And whomever strides across the A future Hall of Famer. Right? (laughs) He gives the commission a little fake dap, gives him a little fake hug, puts the cap on. And then, boom, 20 years later, we have Eli with two championships. Of course I want that. But what I don't want and what I will no longer stand for is not even throwing a line in the water attempting to catch a fish. Hmm. If the Jets' roster sucked, we wouldn't be having this conversation. The Jets' roster is legit. So I'm going for it. That is it. I'm going for it. Uh, How about Kenny on Staten Island? Kenny, what's happening, buddy? What up, Kenny? Ken. Listen, with this Aaron Rodgers thing, I don't
5: know what these Jets fans are talking about. You got to go all in on this guy. Push all your poker chips in. I'm going to give you an example. And, you know, this guy Jeff that just called, tell so Aaron Rodgers won't be a Jet. What about Mark Messier when he came to the Rangers hmm. that played 10-plus years for the Oilers <laughs> and put the Rangers over the top? Yeah. And you think the Ranger fans uh, consider him a Ranger? What about Paul
2: O'Ne- What about Paul O'Neill? Exactly. What about Ray Whatever. Knight for the Mets? He won the MVP back in 86. He was with the Mets a couple of years. We could play this yep. game all day. Mm-hmm. No, you
5: gotta you gotta just go all in on Aaron Rodgers. I'm gonna be sixty years old soon and I'm sick of just waiting and waiting and waiting. And for the other fans out there that don't wanna trade draft picks, so basically you don't wanna trade Vernon Goldstein, you don't wanna trade uh Wilson, you don't wanna trade Blair Thomas for these for these uh powerhouse quarterback now. Give me a break! Enough, enough with this. Go get, go get the quarterback. That a boy, Kenny. guys, hey, guys calling in. You got to go all in. It's the new NFL. Yep. You go get the player. That's right, okay? Kenny. And he's there.
3: Yep, you go find it. Like you, you go find a disgruntled situation and exploit it. Period.
5: And BP, yes. BP, like you said yesterday. Look at Garrett Wilson. He had eleven 1, hundred yards with basically me and you throwing to him. It's true. All right, it's true. Give me it's a break. This, ah, guy you, would, this guy would break all jet records as a wide receiver with a competent quarterback. And the other thing with Aaron Rodgers with the contract, they'll find a way to fit him in. And look at it this way: Yeah, don't you, two, you can't two, even three three worry about years, right? the money.
3: You can't worry no, about and, the money. And, you and here's just can't. Why. It doesn't matter.
5: Here is the reason why. So basically, you bring him in here for three years. If he gets it done, great. Because when the three years are up. That's when you got to pay Source Gardner. That's when you got to pay Garrett Wilson. So, with all the timeline, is there for the cap to pay the guys you drafted last year?
2: Yeah. No, you're right. It's a good oh, call, Kenny. Kenny. Uh, Kenny, good call, man. Appreciate that very much. I, I, I just don't get it. I, I understand the notion of draft picks and protecting and doing things organically. Enough, enough. I mean, we've tried to grow our own vegetation. It hasn't rained. For three decades on us. Now I'm buying somebody else's plants here. I'm, I'm, I'm going to the neighbor's yard and I'm ripping the eggplant out of the ground. I'm hungry. I'm taking your food. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm taking your food. Vinny on Staten Island. What's up, Vinny? How you doing, guys? Hey, Vin. Morning.
4: All right, I got three points to make.
2: Go ahead.
3: Let
4: me say, don't interrupt me. Yep, we got you. Mm. I'm turning my the mic Jeff off. The Jets ain't going nowhere because they got a horrible head coach. That's number one. Number two is They're bringing in the the architect of the worst offense in football in Nathaniel Hackett. Number three is you're bringing in a 40-year-old quarterback who would rather be taking acid and running with the Bulls in Spain than (laughs) playing football. We don't want to put in the work anymore. We don't want to put in the work anymore. The Jets need to get either Derek Carr, somebody like that. Aaron Rodgers is not the answer. Okay, Not the answer at all. And Robert Salah is the worst coach in football. He destroyed this team this year with his quarterback
2: controversy. Who's this? Vinny, wait, wait, Vinny, who, hold who hold are you talking about, Vin? Who?
4: Robert
2: Sala, the worst coach. Right. He's going into his 30th. Can we get his name right? It's Sala. I mean, let's at least get the guy's name right. Now, your three points, and we'll let you air them out, your grievances. Number one, on Robert Sala. I'm not saying you're wrong, but I'm not saying you're right. We don't quite know yet, but I will admit I'm worried. And Tiki knows that.
3: Yes, but I'm I worried about Salah. I would I would in my mind trend towards being a good coach. In my okay, mind.
2: Oh, fair enough. I want to know why.
3: Uh, because, I want tangible the big,
2: game day the, stuff. The, oh, Don't yeah, give me this nonsense yeah, yeah, right. culture. You're, that's right. That's why I the can't the buildings better. That's
3: why I can't that's why I can't definitively say he's gonna be
2: a good coach. But that's why I'm kind of maybe yeah. going the other way. Because stuff that happens during games worries me.
3: Maybe I just give guys benefit of the doubt.
2: No, I like to as yeah. well. That's why I'm not burying him, but I mean, there were some things with that clock that were terrifying. Number two, about uh, so the first one was Salah.
3: The second one Hackett. was Hackett. Utterly unfair. Listening to Marcus Spears talking about he didn't worst, even hear it. Yeah, Marcus. What Spears did he said, say? Yeah, hey, had led the worst offense in in the NFL. Oh, it's yeah, head coach, it's, it is it's, what it I is. I mean, it's, he was trying to do too much. And by the way, Russell Wilson sucked. It was terrible. Yeah, it was bad. Go watch film if if, if, you, if you haven't. Go look at Russell Wilson. He was terrible Yep. doing the simple, basic things that he's done elite his entire career. He was terrible. And I'm pretty sure
2: that Hackett didn't say, here you go, Russell. Here's your own parking spot. Here you go, Russell. Yes. Here's your own office. Yes. That's management. That's ownership stuff. That's exactly so right. So that is an inherent, deep trail yeah. of bad things that sabotage the Broncos season.
3: Yeah, for those of you who don't know what BT's talking about, Russell Wilson had a, his park, a parking spot with his name on it. At the facility that was right next to the front door or whatever. And he had an office in the facility. In the facility. Players don't have offices in a team facility. They just don't. You know what you do? We don't even have an office here at the fan. <laughs> I know. You <laughs> like, go sit in the one. meeting room. Well, we had one, but you never used you it. you go find whatever. But he has an office, which makes no damn sense. You know who has an office in the Bucks facility? Mm. My brother, because my brother, because he's a legend, and he, and he and he's there all the time, and he works for the team. Current players don't have offices. No, and I just I, God, that's I, such a bad. That was look. bizarre. <laughs> oh, my it was bizarre, gracious. and it's probably written into his
2: contract. Yeah, but, but that's why it's not Hackett's fault. That's my point. Now, hey, we understand life is, is, there are different rules. Like, you walk here, and, you know, Boomer's got a really nice office, Mm -hmm. and he should. He's been here a long time, he's been kicking ass, and he's Boomer. Yes. You know, so you understand that. But... But Boomer doesn't separate himself. like The way he interacts with us mm-hmm. is like but the way all, he interacts with management. Like He treats us good. It's, it's us also well.
3: not 61 other people who don't have an office. Exactly. It's, 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 exactly. I mean, Gio's got his, own, got his own office. It's not as nice as Boomer's. And but he should. He's got his own office. And
2: everybody, we had it. We just didn't use it. We yeah. had it, and then they took it from us. Yeah, because we don't care about we it. We had it. We didn't use it quickly enough for their uh, taste. <laughs> and then be, I went back to use, and it was
3: gone. Yes, it was became a meeting room for somebody else, and then it was completely... Hijacked, Which did turn. bother
2: me a little bit, but yeah, I had to they, move on. Um, you at least ask us before you took it. They didn't ask us anything. Huh. Uh, I, I am a little a little worried that Nathaniel Hackett is going to hold a grudge against me.
3: <laughs>
2: Why? This is a true story.
3: Why? What happened? I don't know the story. It had to be 03 or 04. He probably has forgotten about this and he's listening right now and you're reminding him. That's true. <laughs> But I think it's funny enough to share. Right, I'll, I'll take I'll take the hit right, Go ahead if he
2: brings any. So now you obviously played, but the the way the old Meadowlands was set up, mm-hmm. the media room there was obviously a media bathroom. Yeah, and there was a buffet yeah. spread, all that yeah,
3: stuff, right? I remember. So I used to go over there. I used to hang out with the media every now and then. So so you remember the? You can actually still visualize yes. the la- up top though. Yes. Oh, okay.
2: And I, it had to be three. It was three or four, and the Jets. Or shut out at halftime, and if you remember, I mean Hackett was a, was a train wreck offensively mm-hmm. for the Jets. I like Nathaniel, yeah, and I'm sure his dad's a good man. His dad was horrendous as the OC. Also, didn't he have had, a lot of weapons. One, he had one decent year. Uh, he was, it, I mean, it, trust me. Decent. Remember the Kevin Kill drive? Yeah. Decent. I mean, it was a lot of stuff with Hackett. If you're a Jets fan and you were immersed of in the moment, I think they and led the, the minutia, in, He was awful. I
3: think they led the league in turnovers. Whatever it was, <laughs> he wasn't. He was terrible. So,
2: I go to the bathroom during halftime. And I think I could have sworn LaGreca was in there with me. Okay. Right? And I'm dropping F-bombs. This bleeping offense. This bleeping bleep. Bleep this. This guy bleeps. And I'm at the urinal. Guess who's washing his hands? Paul Hackett. (laughs) Nice. Who left the coaches off, you know, coaches box which is on the same level yes, of as the, the media, media back then, yeah, and really yeah. in most places Most still. places it still is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, when I called He looked at yeah. me.
3: Yeah. He,
2: <laughs> I mean, he shot a hole through me. It went through the porcelain urinal. <laughs> I mean, it was vicious. He deserved it, though.
3: Hey, I mean, just speaking no the hard truth. Feelings, though. Just speaking the truth.
2: Got nothing but love for you, coach.
3: Got nothing against you,
2: just what you're doing. <laughs> but it's true. But I, It wasn't personal. It probably sounded it, but it yeah. wasn't. I have an issue with anybody who buries the Hackett higher because of anything his dad did or not do mm-hmm. you know, with the Jets earlier. Yes, He's his own man. Uh, now, if you want to say he wasn't your first choice, that's fine. And you want to cite things with the Jaguars, which is not the thing to cite because he took them. They were a quarter away from going to the Super Bowl right. with Blake Bortles. There's other things you want to get into other yeah, things on the resume. The Fine, eventual-
3: they lost to the eventual Super Bowl
2: champion correct but because his dad is paul that's unfair i agree that's just unprofessional that's not cool when this happened you talked about it on the fan
3: odell beckham jr made the catch with one hand for the touchdown wow what a catch by the rookie
2: ridiculous when new york sports happens talk about it here the fan 1019 fm and always live on the free odyssey app All right, Tiki and Tierney back on the fan. It's 11-27 on this Friday. What's happening? 877-337-6666 is our number coming up at noon. All in. Uh, last night was fun. Celtics in the Knicks. Julius Randle bowling. And uh, you can make the case. It's the perfect time to trade him. We'll get to that a little later. But obviously a heavy football day. We get back to you guys. And uh, we are with Norm in Peekskill. Norm, what's happening?
6: All in on Rodgers.
2: Got to be.
3: Tell us definitely.
6: why. And Keith Wilson as a
3: backup. No, he's definitely going to be the backup. Aaron Rodgers already talking about his relationship with him, how he no, wants he to lean into humility, which I like. And I
2: really love your show.
3: Thank you, man. No, I appreciate great. that, Norm. Thanks, Norm. Listen
2: every day while I'm delivering. Oh, nice. Well, what are you deli- hopefully, by Ollie, so I can get my hands on a couple <laughs> here. What are you delivering there, Norm?
6: i uh, delivering 55-gallon drums of oil and tires.
2: So. Oh wow! I got you. Huh. Well, my my PSI and my left tire is a little low, so that could help. And oil is expensive; Maybe make a little drop off.
7: musician.
2: Oh, but, nice!
3: Yeah. But I bet you gonna you have that you gonna at some point have that old man string. You got to, right? You oh get, yeah, I got
2: that old man <laughs> string
3: going on. I love that. So he's
2: all in. I got you. Stay safe out there on the roads. Yeah, now, man. listen. If you say you're not all in on Rogers, what's your other plan? That's that's the issue. Is if you what else are you doing? Because if you say no to Rogers, if you say no to Rogers, you're also saying, and I think this is okay with a lot of people, mm-hmm. not with me, then you're absolutely, in my opinion, saying no to Zach Wilson as well. The way I the way I let it out yesterday, not only does this give the Jets a real chance to win, and yeah. I mean win-win.
1: Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic. And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
3: Because it's a, it's a short bridge as opposed to a replacement. If you go get Derek Carr, for instance, it's likely a replacement. Derek Carr's 31 years old, and he's got good football left in him, I believe. Uh, even Jimmy Garoppolo, even I don't really trust Jimmy Garoppolo, the more I even think about Jimmy Garoppolo, it's, I, I, I like him, but I don't love him for any f- long term because I just don't trust that he's going to be there long term. So you'd end up paying for a guy that you end up got to replace anyways. You can't draft someone else. right? First of all, the draft's not, I don't think, good enough, um, deep enough. To, to waste another pick, I mean that is go pick a second round guy that maybe could you know maybe you find your Brock Purdy or a later round guy, and that doesn't put you in any better position to start the season because nope. then Zach Wilson is essentially your starting quarterback in in, in August, and yes. that's you, you can't have that. Not when you're saving, you can't have.
2: Not that. when you're trying to save your jobs. Yes, that's the other part of the equation. You have to factor this in. Joe Douglas is no dummy. Mm-hmm. You know you don't get a ten year window to try to win. We could sit here chapter and verse. He to this guy. He's yeah. good. This guy's great. First team. Sauls, Garrett Wilson. Okay, great. Especially when you're you win.
3: Especially when you don't have a resume. If it's Bill Be- if it's Bill Belichick or it's Bill Parcells uh-huh. or whoever going to a new team and yeah, it's gonna take a couple years. You gotta you got some runway. If you're a first time head coach like Robert Sala is, you're not getting six years to figure this thing out. Nope. That's true. You're absolutely and that's a part of the process.
2: I, I believe it's a big piece of the puzzle for them out there. Chris is in Brooklyn. What's happening, Chris?
8: hey guys thanks for thanks for taking my call pleasure chris appreciate it thanks for calling man. um yeah i'm a lifelong packer fan uh, from New York, actually, was lucky enough to marry a woman from Green Bay. So, luckily, we <laughs> wait, what spent came a lot first?
3: Time... What came first, Chris? Uh, the Pack-
8: Packers came first. Ah. Packers came first. We, we met at a Packers bar, actually, which is great. Oh, so, got it, uh, got it.
3: I was going to ask, how did that among happen?
8: the among... <laughs> was there? There <laughs> well, had to be know. a bit of a,
2: a bit of a Packers theme at the wedding. There had to have been.
8: Uh, yeah, yeah. I wore a green suit with my shareholder number stitched into it. Dope. And, wow, uh, you know, dope. that's cool. But... That's dope. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, yeah, no, I mean, you know, we spend a lot of time, my in-laws, my wife, we spend a lot of time dissecting, as you could have probably imagined. Of course. <laughs> um, so and what I was think, the consensus you
3: know, among Packers fans about Aaron Rodgers this year?
8: You know, at the bar, it was pretty split this year. I mean, I mm-hmm. was calling for love all, you know, pretty much halfway through the season. Yeah. Uh, after the, uh, you know, after the, the London game, it was clear, I think, the, p- the play calling was you know, a big issue. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Rogers not having Hackett um, was, you know, a big problem for him. Yep. And you know, I think you know the Hackett thing with the with the Jets is becomes interesting um, because you know does that sort of uh, sort of short circuit the issues that you know he was having this year. Yeah. Um, but my perspective on it, I mean, I'm I'm not, you know, I remember, you know, I vaguely remember the Favre Super Bowl, so. You know when the caller before (laughs) said, you know Brett Favre is a Packer. You know, guess what? I think of him as a Jet too, and I think of him as a Viking. Uh So we can erase that. That's funny. Um, But this year Rodgers, you know, he was slow. He couldn't get out of the pocket. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: You know,
8: noticeably, we didn't have a lot of belt celebrations. We didn't have him scrambling as much. That's a good point. Um, He wasn't throwing the ball. He wasn't throwing the ball away as much as he normally does. There were more picks. Uh, I went to a couple games in person, so I got to see this in person and painfully on TV. And, and by the way, Chris,
3: they were like red zone picks, like going in to, to score. He's throwing interceptions. Yeah. Bad ones.
8: Whereas with Hackett, I mean, they were unstoppable yeah. in the red zone. And I think you lose Adams. You have some issues when you have a new yeah. receiver core. But so do you not want them?
3: You not want them, Chris? You
8: know what? I'll take the picks <laughs> because, really? I, you know. You think that's consensus?
3: I, 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 you think that's consensus among Packers fans? They're like, all right, Aaron, fantastic career. Like, we, we love you. Well, you're a legend here. You'll be in our ring of honor. You'll go into the Hall of Fame as a Packer. But, you know, go go pedal somewhere else. You think that's consensus?
8: I don't think. I think maybe it's 50-50. I think there are a lot of people that are ready to move on and yeah. ready to see what, what's next for us. But ultimately, I mean, I would love to see him retire as a Packer because really what he's looking at is making history repeat itself right yep. now. I mean, th- this is the same thing we went through. Um, you know, th- it, it really is it, It's crazy to see, but it's a little different, I think. Um, and I do have a question for you because, you know, I think I think Rogers is on the decline. I really think yeah. if you're a Jets fan, you have to accept that you need a year to get him up to speed. I mean, this is kind of a new offense, new receiver core for the Packers this year. It took, you saw how long it took for the Packers to put it together. Yeah, so it did. So you got to think this is a two-year bet. But my question for you is, and I think this, I have a ton of Jet fan friends, Like, this is such an interesting discussion. I don't feel as remorseful about it as I maybe would have last year. So maybe that says something. Yeah. But when Rodgers goes on McAfee and he's talking to the media about restructuring his contract and taking less money, I don't know a ton about NFL contracts. And my question is, and maybe it's a little speculative too, do you think he's restructuring to stay with the Packers and bring some more people in and pay his friends? Or do you think he's restructuring to get the Packers a deal? And he's saying, Listen, Green Bay. I'm going to try and leave you in a good spot. I think that's what it, I, I think okay. that what it is. I think
3: that it is. because you also hear Thanks him saying. Call, appreciate Chris. your call, Chris. Good call. Uh, yeah, very good, detailed. I think he, I think you hear him saying also if the Packers are ready to move on from me, I understand it. No hard feelings. You got to do what you got to do. He no. wasn't saying that two years ago. All he had to do was see the way he walked off the field. No, that's doubt. what he had. To no see. doubt. And and here's the other thing about the offense. You got to. He went from Nathaniel Hackett, who has had some really big successes as an offensive coordinator. Top 10 offenses both here and both there, I should say, in Green Bay, but also in Jacksonville the year 2017, I believe it was. So he's he's had some successes. He knows Aaron Rodgers. You go to a first-time offensive coordinator who was previously a offensive line coach in Adam Stinovich who was – the run game coordinator the year before. And there's a reason they ran the ball so much last year Green Bay because that's what the offensive coordinator knows. Aaron Rodgers is all of a sudden not in his comfort zone with this offense. In addition to that, he was not around this offseason. We forget this. Like he was not around at all this offseason. And so he didn't even have a chance to learn it until he got to training camp. And he hurt his thumb. Andy he hurt his thumb, and he's got young wide receivers, and Devontae Adams leaves, and he's screaming for Randall Cobb to come back. I mean, it's just... You, we shouldn't have actually been surprised when we go re-look at it that he had a off-season. Yeah. Um, so, if does he want something more comfortable with, say, a Nathaniel Hackett as his coordinator? Probably. I don't think Stenovich is going to change significantly. He doesn't know pass offense. Yeah. So... I,
2: I, I can't. Even if he's see- adaptable to change, he doesn't necessarily know what to change yeah.
3: to. Yes, it's not in his like DNA to like be a designer of whatever. Like whatever. Like he may be able to look at it. Oh, someone gave me this. I can I can I can understand it and comprehend it and you know design some things that fit. But it's not the same as having them. Like organically in your I know mind, what you're saying. so I got you. It's an interesting dilemma. Yeah, that they that they as a team have, and that obviously Aaron Rodgers has.
2: And you asked the caller. You said, you know, general consensus: Do Packer fans are they mm-hmm. ready to move on from Rodgers? I wouldn't say it's the consensus, but it's no longer blasphemous.
3: Yes. Yeah. A, two, a year ago, it was two years ago. Yep. It was like, are you kidding? The MVP yes. back to back. Yes. Now
2: it's a it's a little bit of a different tone.
3: Yes. Argue about it. Call The Fan at
2: 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. All right, TK and Tierney back on The Fan. You know, I want to draw this. it's, It's not a perfect comparison. I admit this, all right? You have to be old enough to have remembered this, but... There was a point where, this is, this is a while ago, but there was a point where, you know, Wade Boggs was one of the, and he, he is all-time great hitters ever. Mm-hmm. You talk Cobb, you talk in terms of pure hitters. Ted Williams, obviously more power. Cobb, Gwyn, Carew, Boggs, guys like that, right? And, you know, Wade Boggs, the first seven years he played in Boston, he won five batting titles. All right? And then in 1992, we hit 332. Yeah. Which, by the way, kind of represented a dip because he had a couple of 360s in there. He was just amazing. He really was. He was like a video game. And then all of a sudden in 1992, he hit 259, which represented Mm. this uh, really, it was like the demise. Yeah. Okay. Aaron Rodgers last year hit 259, if you want to make that equivalency there (laughs) for the Rodgers, uh, for the Packers. And by the way, I say this because it's a local angle. Obviously, the next year, Wade Boggs joined the Yankees and he hit 302. Then he hit 342. Then he hit 324. Then he hit 311. Five years with the Yankees hit 313. One World Series as well. All right. So I'm not saying that a third baseman in his mid 30s with no power, who you can hide in a lineup or isn't as important as a quarterback, it's not the same. But there are examples of guys who are perceived to have kind of lost it a bit, yeah,
3: and they haven't. No, the circumstances kind of lead yeah. to. Well, I got to tell you, I mean, the, the 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 prime example is is Kurt Warner, right? I mean, he was he was deemed a shot in the NFL, Kurt Warner, mm-hmm. and then he goes to Arizona, and we talked about him a couple days ago, and he, he's elite again, and they get to a Super Bowl. So it's like, it's you just sometimes the change the scenery changes you. And I honestly thought Tom Brady was at the end. remember when he was in in New England his last couple of years so he's forty one, forty, forty one, 40 41 and he's got he's talking all the time. I'm playing till I'm 45 I'm playing till I'm 45. I'm playing we're like there is no way in hell mm-hmm. you're playing to 45 because you you aren't as good and it, it clearly not as good as you were winning championships and the defense was great. that's why you won a couple of these 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 latter ones. you just there's just no way. He goes to Tampa. He goes for, like, 50 touchdowns. So, so sometimes that change of scenery just – it just changes you. It lifts you again and gives you a different kind of purpose, like BT in his backyard, mm-hmm. you know, taking care of that new project, whatever
2: it may oh, be. With the, uh, yeah, with the, with the, the veg- grass. The vegetation, the <laughs> grass. Sure. Yep, absolutely. All right, let's get to uh, Bobby. He is out east on the island. What's going on, Bob? Yeah, hi, guys. What's uh, up, five Bob? Quick things. Five
7: quick things. Number one, uh, the offensive the Hackett, uh, he he was a uh, Lafleur's errand Boy in Green Bay. Number two, he ran thirty second worst offense last year. The second thirty second best offense last year. Number three, Rodgers going to bring his own playbook, be the offensive coordinator just like Peyton Manning was for Denver. Number four, is that a good thing Rodgers. or a bad
3: thing? Hold on. Number three, Bobby, is that a yeah, good not a thing? Or a, of these lists, by the but but is, a, is, well, it, is number saying, three a good no, thing or a bad thing? I'm just asking. Well,
7: it it's indifferent because. You know, he's, he's not going to be He's not going to be running the, t- the offense. It's
3: going to be Rogers who's running the offense. Yeah, so but a different... it, it, that kind of worked for Denver. I mean, it really did. They had a great defense, Denver. If we, if you remember, well, and 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 Peyton had lost it a little bit. Like he couldn't well, he throw the gr- deep ball, but he could execute, and that's and so he kept you on your toes because he was such a good executor of an offense.
7: Okay, yeah, that's it. only to get to Rogers. offense. Huh? Good luck with him dealing with the New York media with his aloof personality. And the last thing is, it's going to be, I, I hate to tell you, BT, but it's going to be like Brett Fawkes 2.0. The guy was hurt, not just his thumb. I know you mentioned it yesterday, but he had injuries throughout the year last year. Mm-hmm. And that's a, and you know, and uh, Brett Fawke started off 8-3 with the Jets, was injured, and that was the end. And I could see that happening, you know, with Roger Gale, the to a great start, and his body's going to break down. It's already starting to break down.
2: So, uh, you see, what I think, Bobby, is that, because it's the Jets, and thanks for the call, man. It's very easy to say I could see him breaking down. Mm-hmm. I could see it not working out. But you gotta at least incorporate the other aspect, the other possibility. He throws forty touchdowns. <laughs> like that's not implausible. Yeah. And we gotta make a new rule. I are we okay with the rule here? Yes. All right. Very, so very much so. Okay, we gotta stop this, guys. <laughs> Now, you call up and you say, I'm going to hang up and listen. What happens when that happens? Okay. All right. Because when that happens, we can't have a conversation. And we're starting to get this a little more. And it's it's like 1990. And guys, I've got three things for you. Guys, I've got five things. To get rifled bullet points at us, and I think the listeners, we can't have it anymore. So the next time you call up and say, Guys, I want to hit you with five things. Let me say. you're you going to get a warning, which is, as we know, the sound. We'll get the warning,
3: and we're going to have to ban you for a
2: week. <laughs> we're we in concert we on that? We are in
3: concert. Because okay. half the time, I don't remember the list. By the time you get to three, I'm like, what was the one? Well, I
2: write them down, and I'm getting tired of writing them down, quite <laughs> frankly. I know. Exactly. Uh, let's get Rock on Long Island. Wow, Long Island's hot today. What's up, Rock? How are you? How are you? Mr. DT, please don't take this
6: in any disrespect. I love your show. I love you and Tiki, but I'm going to come at you for a
7: minute. Okay, okay.
6: You're all about Aaron Rodgers. I get it. So Jet fans call up and you say, what's, when Jet fans you know, downgrade it, you say, what's the alternative? What's the alternative? But when on the other end, when it was Daniel Jones and you were blasting him, you never said to Giant fans, well, what's the alternative? Let me ask you a question now. Would you take Daniel Jones on your team right now as a Jet
2: fan? 100%.
6: Okay, so what I don't understand what what was the killing
2: of the guy? Why? Why? Well, why well, I'm, I'm gonna explain it to you, Rock. It's all good. Please do. Uh, I, I, I Please never do. killed him. I never. The, the context is very important here. I am pro Daniel Jones. I have been pro Daniel Jones since the day that he was drafted. Now, granted, you guys didn't really hear that because we were doing national. I get that. I think Daniel Jones is good. My problem with Daniel Jones with the future of the Giants is, is. if he it's asks perfect. for too much money. Okay, I mean like forty. And he thinks he's getting it, then I'm gonna let him walk. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Listen, I, I listen, but I get all of that, but I get all of that. But when it came down to
6: Jet fans asking you telling you about Aaron Rodgers, and when it came down to Giants fans, you had no alternative. Now if you told me the Giants were gonna give up Daniel Jones and they were gonna give up three number ones and we're after Will Levis or they're gonna give up two number ones and trade with the Texans and we're after Richardson, okay, we had an alternative. So you only have an alternative for the Jets.
3: Okay. Well, the alternative for the Giants is, I mean, partly it's Tyrod Taylor because he's on the roster already. Deal. Yeah. a two-year deal. Is that, uh, company, yeah, well, is that yeah. the
6: alternative? Is that really the alternative? Well, he's a starter. Oh, he's, he's a viable is, is, starter. Is Tyrod Taylor over Daniel Jones the alternative?
3: No, no, not at all. But I'm just saying, all BT was saying with Daniel Jones is if the number gets so egregiously high, so you start going in the forty-five million dollar range, which is a lot of money on a cap, unless a of, you unless I you unless you, you do a unless you do hold on, Bobby, a Rock, unless you do a long-term deal, which I don't think behooves the Giants or Daniel Jones, to be perfectly honest with you, um, because he should want a short-term deal so that at thirty he's getting a, a chance for another long, huge deal at that yeah. point. So I,
6: I I understand that, and you're one hundred percent correct. My theory on Daniel Jones would be having. Like, I heard you guys say yesterday we have the third toughest schedule in, in,
5: in the yeah. NFC. Yeah. Now my you know, thing the, would be, Indiana you know hell. what? Indiana franchise hell. tag him.
2: Yeah. That's franchise
5: the NFL. tag him now, and let me you, see can't... What you do against
6: i I'm okay schedule. with that.
2: But
3: here's the thing. I'm okay with a, that. Th- here's the thing, but Rock. But
6: you still, but BT, you yeah. just wanted to like push him to the side. Well, no, no, that, no, but, no, but, no, 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 Rock. No, that's not true. but Rock.
3: But Rock, listen, listen for a second. The franchise tag is fantastic. He's not going to get the exclusive franchise tag because I don't think the Giants are willing to start their conversation at $45 million a year. Think about this. If you franchise tag a guy, whatever that franchise number is, that's the start of the conversation to, to put together a long-term deal. So if they exclusive franchise tag Daniel Jones, they're going to start negotiating with Daniel Jones's agent at $45 million per year. That's the conversation. And if you don't get a deal, then all of a sudden – 45 of your 54 or so million-dollar cap this year is gone. So you basically have $9 million of cap space. If and you, a lot if, of holes. If you don't get a deal done when you exclusively franchise tag him. So yeah. the exclusive is out the door. There's no chance the Giants are exclusively franchising Daniel Jones. Now, if you non-exclusive franchise him and you don't get a deal worked out, then he's going to make $35 million, a little bit more palatable because it gives you t- about $20 million to fill the rest of the holes. But you're also starting your conversation at $35 million for his long-term deal, whatever that may be. Like You have to understand how this works from an agent perspective. As soon as that franchise tag comes out, players hate it because it doesn't give them long-term security, but they also love it because it starts the conversation for the length of the the value of the deal at the franchise tag and not at million, which if without a franchise deck, you could probably start with with Daniel Jones. You know what I mean? His agent's going to say, we want 38. The Giants are going to say, well, we think your market value is about 25. And at some point, they come meet in the middle, and it'll be $32 million. You get a three-year deal so that at the end of his three-year deal, when he's 29 years old, he can say, all right, I've been great. Took you guys deep into the playoffs. Pay me fifty, or at the end of that three years, the Giants say, you know what, you're not really the guy. We're gonna draft somebody, right? That's how it's got to work itself out. Just that's
2: a great explanation. Honestly, that was that was outstanding. That was really good. No,
3: it's <laughs> never Daniel
2: Jones shade. I'm, I'm a supporter. I, I, you know, I don't know what else I need to say. I think he's a really good player. I think he's he's smart. Yep. I think he's a, he projects so well. He's a great leader for the Giants, the ambassador, all that stuff that yep. we say and it, we mean it. But. Does he have two young wide receivers that are studs that are on rookie contracts like Cincinnati does? Nope. The answer is no. Um, You've got to get a lot of things addressed here. And the other thing about Daniel Jones, while you certainly do all that you can to keep him, I mean, how many times has Daniel Jones lit up a good defense? I'm not even sure if he can do that. I'm not saying he can't, Mm -hmm. but I'm not fully convinced that he can. With weapons around him, I know well, he can't do it with nobody around yeah, him because yeah. what happened in Philly. Yeah, that we know. Well, I think, I and think,
3: that's not his fault. I think with the the better wide receivers, some of these slants, digs, you know, digs are like fifteen yard, you know, in routes. Those things become forty yard, fifty, maybe sixty yard plays as opposed to. Catch! I think I'm going to get hit. Mm-hmm. Let me just make sure I get it and get or down. Or not
2: get in separation when
3: you dig back yeah, and yeah. there's nowhere to throw so, the ball. Exactly. No, so, so, so it becomes a 15 yard completion. Yep. And some of those things now become 50 yard completions. Like when you have better wide receivers. That that that's where you that's where you need the talent to really start to evaluate how good Daniel Jones can be. Not not will be, but can be. Alright,
2: three seven sixty six sixty six 337 6666 is our number on this Football Friday. Tiki and Tierney are the fan all in. Coming up next. Okay, picture this.
1: It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.